listening to iOS Dev Break, 15 minutes of current events, tips, and advice for iOS developers, including, but not limited to, discussions of Swift, iOS, watchOS, and tvOS. Welcome to iOS Dev Break, episode 31. It's great to be back after a few months of uh, inactivity. I think the last episode was uh, probably around August. So I uh, apologize for the delay, but uh, it's great to be back. And um, yeah, I actually have been doing some podcast work. Uh, I was on a recent episode of uh, iFreaks, the one with uh, Paul Hudson. And so uh, you'll, if you go to the iFreaks website, you'll be able to see that one. It's the latest one with, uh, with Paul. And we have a little bit more news about podcasts on the show today. Uh, that'll be a little bit later. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm Evan Stone, uh, here to chat with you about, uh, topics and news and, uh, tips for iOS developers. And, uh, you know, it's funny because the, the last episode was back in August. So that means that we've missed out on quite a bit here. Um, new iPhones came out. And, uh, so even though I wasn't around to chat about those, I mean, they're still around and, um, you probably have them already, um, but uh, you, you didn't really need me to, you know, talk about them anyway. So it's not a big deal. Everyone else was able to talk at great length about the new phones. Um, in this episode, however, uh, we have some there's some podcast news. As I mentioned, it's not necessarily about my uh, my podcast, um, but uh, there's some you know one that that I've been involved with uh, and. Uh, one that I haven't been. Um, but uh, also we have a tip that might help you to get through all of these uh, Xcode version drops that we've been seeing. And uh, and and uh, there was a really fantastic news item from Apple about uh, new MacBook Pros. So we'll chat about that a little bit too. Not really any follow-up today, so uh, let's just uh, get right into it. Uh, with regard to the news, um, again, new MacBook Pro was released. This is the 16-inch that had been rumored for such a long time. And uh, I know lots of folks are talking about this, and you've probably already heard it a lot. But for me personally, this is really, really big news. I have a 2015 MacBook Pro that I've been using, and I've just been uh, holding out until Apple came out with a new uh, new MacBook Pro with the scissor keyboard, and that's exactly what this has. And uh, honestly, even if they had just released one that had the new keyboard, that would have been good enough for me. But the fact that it has a little bit larger screen and has some, they bumped the specs on it, um, I think, uh, as far as I can tell. Um, and then the, what's really great is they uh, raised the, the, the limit on some of the storage and, and uh, RAM capabilities of these machines too. So it's very exciting. And, uh, I definitely need to move to a new machine because the, the, uh, uh, MacBook pro that I have right now is kind of on its last leg. It, it has regular kernel panics and, um, various kind of strange behaviors. And so I, I'm looking forward to, uh, moving on. And, um, so it's really, it's good timing, even though I wish that it had been a little sooner, but uh, we'll see. Um, I'm really looking forward to, apparently this has amazing build times using Xcode. So as a developer machine, this is going to be, uh, I think, a big step up. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, but even though I won't be able to do it anytime in the near future, but maybe in the spring or something. Plus, then I'll be able to hear the feedback on the new keyboards and um, the performance issues and if there's any gotchas. 
so I'm really excited about that. Hope you are too. And oh, if you want more information, check out the uh, episode of Accidental Tech Podcast ATP. Uh, I think it's it's titled "No One Else Had Calipers" or something like that. Um, and on that episode, Marco Arment talks about uh, at great length about the review unit that he received. So that's uh, great information, and uh, check that out. So I hope that's useful to you. The other news item is about, there's been a couple of sad items uh, in the podcast world for uh, iOS developers. Uh, the first one is about iFreaks, and uh, that's the one that I've been on as a guest a couple times, and I was a, a panel member. And so uh, uh, Andrew and James have decided to stop recording that uh, that show, and uh, so it's a little bit sad to to uh to see the uh, a show like that it was a really good one too nice they have very a different guest on every every show and uh even different panel members every time and really great discussion you usually learn quite a bit because they do some good deep dives into some interesting topics and pretty uh diverse topics too which was really cool um not not just always the same thing over and over again uh, so anyway, the, the back catalog is still available, so feel free to check that out. There's lots of shows to, uh, to choose from. Um, and I don't know if Andrew and or James will be doing any future projects. Well, I guess uh, that remains to be seen. So we'll see what happens. The other thing that was, uh, I think a little bit of a bigger impact for me personally, uh, was the demise of independence. Uh, and this is the, the podcast that has, um, Alice Zhao, it has Curtis Herbert and, um, uh, Daniel Farrelly, AKA Jelly. And so all of them, uh, have this, uh, podcast called independence. I mentioned it before. It's a really great one. Uh, I highly encourage anyone who's trying to go, uh, go independent. Or if you're just, if you just have an app that you're trying to work on the business side of things, it's an excellent podcast, uh, that touches on a number of the, the topics that we really need to be aware of when we're developing a app business. And so unfortunately they're calling it quits now too. And, uh, this one really hurts because it, it's, it's been really helping me in my, uh, side project, uh, transformation and that, uh, so having those, those topics, they usually fill in the gaps or give me ideas about, Oh yeah, that's right. I need to be able to do this or that. So, um, if you're in the same, um, kind of boat that I am and you are uh, working on a bu building a business, uh, on the side that, uh, is, uh, surrounding a, an app or an app business or, or something like that. Um, check out independence cause it's, it, it's the, the information is still valid and hopefully it would be of uh, value to you. And in fact, I'm thinking of going back and listening to the episodes again, just because they were super helpful and very motivational too. So uh, a little sad news there. So I guess we'll see if uh, any of them have new projects in the future. It seems like the most likely of all of them would be Curtis Herbert, but I, I don't know. Uh, and he mentions this topic at the, on the last episode about, uh, how not to be Dropbox. And so they actually never got to talk about that subject. So I don't know, maybe we'll never hear about that. Uh, or, or I don't know, maybe we'll see if you can come on here and, and chat with us, uh, on iOS Deathbreak. Uh, at any rate, um, that's it for that. Uh, 
So both of those, the back catalog of episodes is available and great stuff. The uh, next bit of non-news is uh, the. I, I wanted to do this kind of progress update. It's this is basically like uh, a scrum or a, a stand-up or a, a sync meeting for me uh, to be able to uh, express you know the the progress that's been made with uh, transformation. And I basically have no update. It's uh, kind of dead in the water right now. It's not that it's going to not go anywhere. It's just right now my my bandwidth has been taken up by my uh, regular work and uh, also a couple of other projects. Uh, and, and as evidenced by the fact that I haven't been able to do the, the podcast as well. So I am uh, hoping that I'll be able to get to a point where I can reboot that, uh, that project. I really don't think that's going to be um, viable until next year sometime. So I may just have to put it on hold for now, uh, which makes me, me a little disappointed, a little sad. But um, if I can find the time, then I will uh, I'll try to do that. Um, then uh, the other, other thing that I was really sort of mulling over and um, it, it kind of impacted me uh, on the team that I'm on. And also, I, I, I'm sure it impacted you as an iOS developer. And uh, so, but I, I thought I'd talk about it just because it helped me to develop a new habit uh, that might be helpful to you, or maybe it won't. Um, so uh, during the, the last few months here, uh, ever since iOS 13 was released, which is in fact, another thing that uh, we missed when I was, when I was not recording podcasts. So iOS 13 was released and we have had numerous uh, follow-up versions to iOS 13. And as we know, as iOS developers working in Xcode, when that happens, when a new dot release comes out, typically we have to have a new version of Xcode also. So we started off with Xcode 11 uh, for iOS 13. And then there was that weird versioning thing where 13.1 was kind of happening and and we didn't know which to use and all that anyway so that's behind us um but then uh so 13.2 came out and it had issues and then 13.2.1 and all and 13.2 and so uh there was all of these things that, that kind of uh, required us and in the midst of those we would have or maybe not have uh, a new version of xcode and so uh, it for a, it seemed like a span of about two weeks there, uh, we were just trying to juggle what what version of Xcode we were using. And uh, if you're using a CI system too, there, that adds another layer of complexity because your CI system might be using a different version of Xcode. And so when you push up code, it may fail if you're using a different version than what the CI system is expecting. Um, CI is not my specialty, so don't ask questions for me on, on that. Um, but, uh, it's a topic we should all at least know about and learn, learn about. So that's, it's on my list. Um, but basically, um, so what, what this entailed was we, we would have to be very nimble about which version of Xcode we're using. And this is, it's really unusual. I don't think I can recall uh, a time when we had to do this much juggling around of versions. So uh, what I ended up having to do was uh, I just went ahead and deleted the app store version off my machine and then went ahead and did direct downloads for uh, Xcode uh, 11.1 and 11.2 and, uh, and then eventually 11.2.1 um, just to be able to 
manage all of that myself. And that could, it, it ends up being a real pain because uh, it, it's a lot of work. And, we, and it's unfortunate that we had all these versions of iOS 13 that uh, were plagued with bugs and problems. And even Xcode itself had issues too. Uh, Xcode 11.2 uh, had problems with the uh, UI text uh, text view, I believe. Um, yeah, UI text view uh, would cause prior versions of uh, iOS to crash. And so uh, they did an emergency release and we finally got that out about a week ago. Uh, so there, so we still have, are still feeling this. It's only been a week since, uh, 11.2.1 was officially released to us. So, uh, one of the things that I wanted to mention was, is a, a tip that, uh, that I came up with and I mean, I didn't come up with it, but it's one that I have been using to help me, which is that when I'm switching back and forth between various Xcode versions, um, it's to use the Xcode select. Uh, command line tool. And so I'll, I'll put a link to this in the, the show notes. But uh, basically, if you or if you, you could just search on uh, Google to uh, search for Xcode dash select, and there's an excellent article. It's actually on a little on the old side, um, but uh, it's on iOS developer tips.com. And it, oh, I guess, yes, uh, 2012, this was published. So here it is seven years later, uh, and it is actually a really great, just a very simple rundown of how to use Xcode select. And so you can use it to bring up, you can, you can, uh, use the help switch to be able to see what the options are. You can print what the current path is to Xcode and what Xcode select does is it allows you to redirect where the uh, command line uh, like default wants to go, wants to, to execute in. Uh, this is really important too. Like for me, I was having problems with, um, with tower, uh, not, not knowing where my, uh, my Xcode was, especially cause I mentioned I deleted my app store version. So I, in doing that, there was no directory to, uh, to applications Xcode. So, um, which I, I fixed that. I actually have um, worked out a solution to that. And so I'm, that's working fine now, but I did at certain point want to be able to switch it from one to the other. And so, um, using Xcode select helped me to print out the current path and then I could, then you can also switch it. So then you can redirect where you want your, uh, default command line Xcode to execute from. And so that's a, it's a super handy tool to be able to use. And, uh, so I'll put the link into the, um, into the show notes, but if, uh, if you just do a search on for Xcode dash select, and the article is called Xcode select managing multiple versions of Xcode and, uh, it was published July 23rd, 2012, uh, on iOS developer tips.com. So, um, Hopefully that will help you. And uh, yeah, so that was a great tip and it's been working well for me. I, uh, and now that things have kind of settled down a little bit, things are, are working well. So uh, I don't have to worry too much uh, at this point, at least until the next round of, uh, of, um, of updates. Um, 
So that is it for this show. Um, thank you so much for listening, and it's nice to be back. I do want to keep doing these. I also wanted to mention that uh, I will be doing some work for RayWenderlich.com. Uh, it's I, it, I, safe for me to mention it because uh, Ray actually tweeted it uh, a few weeks ago. So um, that is a project in the works. It uh, hasn't been released yet, so I can't really talk about it yet, but it is uh, on the way. And I'm I'm working on it on a on a separate thread also, so a lot of things happening. Um, but again, thank you for listening. And also, if you would like to support the show, um, I think I'd like to encourage everyone to go to Patreon if you could, um, Patreon.com forward slash iOS Dev Break, and uh, support the the show there. It'd be it'd be great to to have uh, supporters. Um, I'm not doing any sponsorships or any of that kind of thing, but uh, if you'd like to help out, you can go there. And uh, I think I really only have one level of support, and that's a, a dollar. So um, if that's if the show's helpful to you, um, then that would uh, be great. So that wraps it up for this week. Thank you so much for listening, and I will catch you on the flip side on iOS Dev Break. Thank you for listening to iOS Dev Break with your host, Evan K. Stone. If you would like to learn more information about the podcast or read the show notes, or if you would like to hear more episodes, go to iosdevbreak.com. You can also find various other ways of supporting the show there, so we encourage you to check it out. You can also follow and tweet feedback and questions to the show on Twitter at iosdevbreak, and please spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. If you would also like to support the show in a monetary way, please go to patreon.com forward slash iOS and there you can find out how to help us out just for a dollar a month. If you are interested in sponsoring a future episode, please send an email to sponsor at iosdevbreak.com. Thank you again for listening to iOS Dev Break, and until next week, we will catch you on the flip side iOS Dev Break is a production of Interactive Logic. Thank you.